Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, animal enthusiasts, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and I hope your Sunday has been absolutely delightful so far. To add to all the good stuff that a Sunday can be, I have two terrific guests in our show lineup. First, we'll be speaking with a marvelously admirable person who is involved with a program to get pets spayed and neutered in Mexico. His name is Craig Nielsen, and I'm totally in awe of everything he does. Then, after our halftime break, the extraordinarily enthusiastic Lisa Scullum will be back to talk about the upcoming Surf City Surf Dog Competition that will be held in Huntington Beach. If you like fun animal activities, then you'll definitely want to hear all about this incredible event that is both entertainment and a fundraiser. So stay right where you are and we'll get started after a very quick station break here on K-Mozart. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett, and I am thrilled to introduce our next guest. He is involved with spaying and neutering pets in Mexico, and his name is Craig Nielsen. Good morning, Craig, and welcome to the Pet Place. Hey, how you doing this morning? I'm doing really well, and I am so excited to speak with you on the radio show. We talked back at Pet Expo, and, and you heard you told me all about this really cool program where you're actually going into Mexico and helping with the pet overpopulation problem there. Yep, we've been uh, we've been working at that for uh, well, I started oh back in oh three oh four somewhere around there and. Uh, it kind of evolved. I mean, so, you know, I'm happy to report that uh, we're moving forward very strongly down there uh, with Bay Neuter. So. That is awesome. Now, what gave you the idea to start doing this? You know, it's a long story, and I'll try to make it really, really brief. Basically, uh, I was involved with uh, redistributing uh, uh, neutral uh, truckloads of uh, pet food and have been doing that since about 1998. And uh, and uh, you know, kind of help the the nonprofits, uh, uh, you know, get pet food. And so, uh, Neutro was uh, you know contacted us, you, you know, '98, and then, oh gosh, over the years we would uh, bring in a truckload to different areas uh, of the country, basically. And, and actually, uh, I brought a truckload of pet food into uh, Encinitas to Rancho Coastal Humane Society down there, and. Uh, some of the people that showed up said, you ought to see where this food is going. <laughs> and I said, I'm not as scared of nothing, and they took me down to Mexico, and that's when it all started. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And and you just saw lots of street dogs? Well, it, it, that, not only that, but they took me to a, a ranch up near Tecate, and, uh, oh, my goodness, there was about 165 starving animals there who didn't have uh, any opportunity to come out of that. Uh, it was kind of a rescue ranch, I guess we called it, and uh, there was an old professor that used to, uh, for years, has been uh, considered the uh, Humane Society uh, down in uh, Tijuana, and basically he would just take these animals up to this to this ranch that he had, and he would hire people to take care of them, and uh, unfortunately many of the animals never made it out of there, so... Um, you know, we we we. Uh, I said, hey, we gotta we gotta we gotta fix this problem, and that that's the beginning right there. 
What would you say the general cultural feeling is in Mexico about spaying and neutering? Well, uh, honestly, when I first started down there, it was uh, it, there was uh, a few people kind of doing it. Just to continue that story about that ranch, uh, what happened is uh, I heard about you know we were we were having puppies uh, every day and and we were trying to set up a humane society there and try to do the rescue and then we realized wow we're never going to get ahead of that. So I heard about this bay neuter project uh, up there near Otay Mesa. A uh, gentleman uh, had started a, uh, a veterinarian, a couple of veterinarians had started a spay-neuter operation up there, and so they were do- giving away free spay-neuter, and I went to see them, and they said, hey, we'll come down and fix the ranch for you. Wow. And I said, okay, that'd be great, and they said, how's Thursday sound? And I said, that's <laughs> even better. So anyway, they, they came down to that ranch, and they fixed all the mail, so we stopped the puppies that day. Wow. And at, at, at that point, they kind of owned, owned Craig Nielsen. That was it. You know, I was definitely going to work with those guys because they had a more intelligent solution and uh since that time to answer the question uh thousands and thousands of surgeries have been done uh throughout the the baja specifically and uh that uh, organization is still working now there's four or five groups down in tijuana they're working in spain mexico we work uh you know all over the place but remarkably uh my prejudice was, you know, Mexicans don't really care about their animals. That's why you see them on the street. That's not true. What, what, what was the problem was the cost was so high, and what we've done is lowered the cost. Mm-hmm. It used to be, you know, fifty, seventy, eighty, and a hundred dollars to get a surgery done, and now, you know, they they rarely pay more than you know fifteen to twenty-five dollars for a surgery. Yeah. So, and, it's and now we have lines around you know, our our spay-neuter campaigns, we call them, and our spay-neuter clinics. Oh, that's awesome. I'm really impressed. If somebody comes to you and and they tell you that they absolutely can't afford it, but they want to have their pet spayed or neutered, is there a way that they can be helped to? You know, I can't say yes, but what I can say is we have uh, free spay-neuters occasionally, like uh, sometimes we'll get a government-sponsored or somebody will sponsor a spay-neuter event and we'll do that. But we have to pay the veterinarians. We, we cannot uh, not pay them. They can't just volunteer, you know, all the time. So we have uh, clinics now that charge 250 pesos, and that works out to, you know, under, I think, uh, 100 pesos, around $8. And, and uh, you know, so you got a, about a $20 surgery there. And uh, sometimes we'll have 100 peso or 150 peso a day, uh, which is reasonable. Okay. And so anybody, pretty much anybody can get it, yes. And that's for both spay and neuter or just neuter? That's spay and neuter. One price fits all. Big, wow. small, rich or poor, we'll do it. That's amazing. And how is this all getting funded? Well, <laughs> you know, a lot of begging. Uh, you, you know, uh, I beg. Uh, I'm really good at begging. So if anybody wants to support this effort in Mexico, uh, the reason I got involved is because dogs don't speak Spanish. You know, they speak dog. Mm-hmm. And and and, uh, and so, and I don't th- think we have a border. The problem is, you know, on both sides of the border. So I live very close to Mexico here in San Diego County. So mm-hmm. it's, I just... Uh, you know, I just, uh, hey, bottom line is I think we can fix it. And the main thing is to try to teach people that it's a necessary solution. And um, then I'd like to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, some of the surgeons and how we got them trained and that kind of thing. At some oh, point. absolutely. Please do. Well, there's a very famous gentleman um, that uh, ran the animal birth control centers up in Los Angeles. 
uh, area, and he's considered to be the king of spay neuter. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the 90s, uh, one day he did 162 cats all by himself. Wow. And that's Dr. Marvin Mackey. And uh, Dr. Mackey is basically uh, has a, uh, a technique called quick spay. It's very safe, it's very low cost, and it's incredibly quick. And he has gone many, many times to us. In fact, he and I were down in Mexicali uh, this past weekend uh, teaching quick spay to the, to the local Mexican veterinarians because our feeling is let's teach them how to solve the problem. Absolutely. You know? And, and what, tell me a little bit about quick spay. I know that during a normal spay, it's, it's basic. It's, it's not basic. It's abdominal surgery. I mean, you open up the abdominal area and you search around for all the parts you need. And, I mean, what is quick spay? Well, uh, you can take a look at spaymexico.org, and you could look at some of those videos. We have all of Dr. Mackey's videos in English and Spanish on our website. Okay. But any veterinarian that would like to hone their skills and find a little quicker way to do some of these uh, surgeries, uh, we encourage people to take a look. But basically, it's a proven technique, and, uh, and it's, it's basically the same kind of surgery. It, there's no difference. It's just they make really small incisions. Uh, they go in, and they, uh, and they just get it done really quickly. And uh, oh, okay. you know, it, I mean, we do puppies uh, eight weeks, eight weeks and older. So uh, that's when you want to get your animal fixed at eight weeks, and that's it's more common now to do that, especially before uh, you know five months. You want to get that surgery done, and it's really low impact on we find on the on the puppies and kittens. You know, you can just get it done real quick, and and they hardly even notice it. That's right. They bounce back almost like nothing happened at all. Correct. It's pretty amazing, and they heal quickly because they're. They're young, and their healing uh, systems work much, much yeah, better. Yeah, it seems to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. The longer you wait, the longer it takes to recuperate. So Right. And the other thing, too, is you want to head off that first litter. If you can do that, then you've helped everybody. Absolutely. About how many animals do you think you've fixed over the years? You know, it's just uh, it's just somewhere between fifteen and 16,000. We did uh, so far... Uh, last year, I think it was around 5,170 or something like that, 5,107 just in Mexicali. And then um, and then also uh, this year, I think we're a little over 3,100 so far. And uh, we have a big campaign uh, ca- uh, planned over in October in Mexicali. But uh, just so you know, it's not just Spain, Mexico. It's other groups we work with as well. And at the beginning of each year, uh, we send a team to work with a, uh, uh, Dr. Jeff Young, out of Denver has a, a clinic down in Merida, and we I, we did just under uh, 2,000 surgeries in seven surgery days down there, and I think it was about 15 to 17 doctors. Wow. And we and and so we do mega campaigns from time to time where we just really whip out a lot of surgeries. So That's um, incredible. It's, uh, yeah, but we don't take credit for his surgery. <laughs> okay. okay. We just su- support him, you know. What kind of funding do you guys need each year to make this program successful? Well, here's the thing. Uh, any any nickel that you spend goes right to, to Spain, Mexico, to, to, to help, you know, buy suture and uh, instruments, you know. And, and, and the answer to the question is, Anything you can give, you know, you, you give me 15 bucks and I'll, and I'll get you surgery. Uh, so uh, the bottom line is we're all volunteers, and, uh, but we do have to pay the veterinarians down there. And uh, so the public pays a little bit. If somebody wanted to sponsor a clinic, you know, just think, uh, like, we, we just planned a, cl- uh, a two-day uh, weekend uh, uh, clinic. Hopefully we're going to set the, a date for that in October. And uh, we'll probably do 500 surgeries in two days. Wow! So you just take 500 times uh, 15 bucks, and basically you have your 
that's what it's going to cost us to do that. Now the public is going to do some. Of the, they'll, they'll pay something, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, is that, like for example, you mentioned, what if somebody has, you know, ten or fifteen dogs and just absolutely can't afford it? The answer is yes. We'll work it out. We will try to get a sponsor for those for those animals. That's very cool. And you are a nonprofit in the United States, even though your work is taking place in Mexico. That's correct. We are a 501c3 nonprofit uh, here in the United States, and uh, and we also have uh, an AC association. Uh, Spain, Mexico is is uh, solidly, uh, you know, all the documents and everything are in place for the Mexico operation as well. Craig, I am truly amazed by what you've shared today, and I want to thank you for coming on the program this morning. Hey, it's a delight to to get the word out about this, and I uh, really appreciate what you're doing too. Uh, just a exposing, you know, all the cool things that are happening for the animals. Well, thank you. And let's give your website out one more time so our listeners will be able to find you and learn a little bit more about Spay Mexico. Yeah, it's just spaymexico.org. That's it. Wonderful. We need to take a very quick break now, but when we return, Lisa Scullum from Surf City Surf Dog is coming up to talk about a very cool competition here on K Mozart. back on the Pet Place Radio Show and here to talk about the most fun animal event in Southern California is Lisa Solman. Welcome to the Pet Place, Lisa. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Well, it's been a while since we've uh, chatted and last time you were here you talked about an annual event that is still going strong and we've got the uh, the next rendition of the Surf City Surf Dog Competition coming up in just a few weeks. Yes, this happens to be our fifth annual event, so we're really, really excited that the event has continued to uh, garner uh, a lot of support from the community and uh, a lot of people coming out and having fun with their doggies. When will the event actually take place? Um, It's three days of doggone fun, and it starts Friday, September 27th in Huntington Beach, Um, and we have activities Friday, Saturday the 28th, and Sunday the 29th is the actual surf competition. Wow. And can you tell me a little bit about the history? How did this all get started? Well, um, I had just started a company with a partner, and um, as a huge, huge dog lover, I'd been in events for a long time and said, okay, now that we're starting our own company, we have to do a dog event, and um, did a lot of events at Huntington Beach. And though we're not the first um, dog surfing event, uh, I had seen that there was one and knew that um, Huntington Beach needed one, as Huntington Beach is the surfing capital of the USA, and they do host the U.S. Open of Surfing. So it was a natural tie to have a Surf City Surf Dog event. Now, did you wonder, I wonder if we'll even get enough dogs who know how to surf. <laughs> you know, we did, and... Um, there's probably, I mean, there's definitely growing a growing number of them um, with lessons and different people getting interested in it. But there's probably only about 80 surfing dogs in the world. Um, but news travels and those that do surf uh, come came up for it, and then also people were interested in figuring out how do I get my dog to surf. So, um, you know, the first year we probably had about 38 surfing dogs. And last year we had 60 surfing dogs, so it, wow. it is continuing to grow. Okay. I wonder if anybody's going to start having formal classes. 
We actually had some formal classes this year with surf instructors, like human surf instructors, mm -hmm. and we also had uh, one of last year's judges, um, Kim, her tagline is Kim Danger Woman. Um, <laughs> she's actually a world champion herself, and she happens also to be a dog trainer. Oh, perfect. So she did some of her lessons on her own, and she's, you know, hers were a little longer. They actually looked at waves and talked about what, you know, she, she brought in some dog obedience to it, which is great. Mm -hmm. And then ours um, were just more teaching the owners how to, um, how to push and what's, you know, how to push appropriately so your dog doesn't, you know, fly off the board. And, sure. But Now, do you notice that there are particular breeds that are more likely to enjoy surfing than others? Well, I, I'm surprised on the breeds that don't enjoy surfing more than the ones that do. Um, I actually have a lab, and, you know, dog, uh, water dogs, you would think would be amazing surf dogs, but I think because they... They are more swimmers and chase after balls. They're not quite as focused. So, um, I mean, we have dogs, obviously, bulldogs are great because they have a low center of gravity, but we had amazing um, a boxer that surfed amazing last year, Hanzo, and, um, and there's great mixes of dogs, rescues that come and, um, you know, that are, just having fun, and you can see that the partnership that they have with their owner and, you know, the trust they have. Oh, that's very cool. Are there competitions aside from surfing? So if you have a dog who is never going to be a surfing dog, is there something else your dog can do there? Definitely. On Saturday at the Strand, which is uh, in downtown Huntington Beach, um, we take over the Strand, and it's uh, right across the street from the Shorebreak Hotel, uh, we have an expo, and we start the morning off on 9 a.m. with a free doga class, which is a dog yoga class. <laughs> so that's totally free. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's the costume contest for those that want to just dress up their doggy. And uh, are there any categories for that? Yes, we have um, uh, owner lookalike, and then just general uh, costume contest. And last year we had about 10 different dogs dress up. Um, as the superheroes. Oh, so, wow. Okay. So there's, they dress up as teens. But we also had, um, uh, you know, people who come in. There's been one person every year who wins a dog owner look like contest, and last year she was, uh, someone else won, so she was upset. Oh. <laughs> the crown was passed. Yes, the crown was passed. <laughs> and then we finish it off with some um, agility demonstrations and agility testing and that type of thing. So, And then, of course, the expos going on, uh, which this year is sponsored by Yukonuba. What sort of things are going on at the expo? Um, we have uh, doggy massages. Oh, nice. We have um, Yukonuba there will be giving away treats. And then Frosty Paws this year is the costume contest sponsor, and they'll be giving away uh, their frozen treats for everybody. Oh, cool. And we have um, just a lot of our sponsors and supporters and, of course, doggy rescues there as well. Now, some people might want to come from out of town and make a whole weekend out of it. Are you working with any of the hotels down there, maybe for some special rates for the event or anything like that? Yes, the Shorebreak Hotel does have a special rate. If you mentioned Surf City Surf Dog, and Shorebreak is right there, it's, um, and that's where we have our Friday night function, where we have a uh, opening ceremony, 
torch lighting and the dog is good fashion show. But all the nice thing about Huntington Beach is there's about four or five dog friendly hotels um, because it's such a dog friendly city. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of them do have uh, great rates and dog friendly accommodations. Oh, that's outstanding. I really like to know about things like that. About how many people are you expecting? How many people did you have last year, roughly? Um, as far as the people on the beach, we probably had about 2,000 people on the beach and, uh, like I said, about 60 dogs. Hopefully we're going to grow a little this year, uh-huh. a bit more, and it's the fifth year, so um, hopefully we'll get, get to the 70 and some year, someday get to the 100. Wow. And is there a fee for coming as a spectator? No fee for coming as a spectator. What about for entering some of the competitions? Uh, the costume contest is $15 on site. It's $20 on uh, event day, but you can register online now. Um, the dog surfing competition is $50, and we loan everybody a surfboard, and $10 of that is donated to one of our six charity partners. Oh, that's so cool. Tell me about your charity partners. Well, it's great. The nice thing is we've had a really long relationship with most of them. Um, our charity partners include... Um, Southern California Bulldog Rescue, Westie Rescue of Orange County and beyond, um, Southern California Golden Retriever Rescue, uh, Dog Beach, which is our host, uh, which is a beautiful one mile of dog dog heaven. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, for sure. <laughs> um, OC Humane Society and who am I forgetting? Surf Dog Ricochet. Um, actually, Surf Dog Ricochet isn't a charity partner this year. Oh, okay. Um, but I think, you know, she supports the Golden Retriever Rescue um, and so supports, you know, obviously her, the uh, the Golden Retrievers. Okay. Now, I know that with having so many dogs on the beach and, and wanting everybody to be responsible, not everybody is going to be. Do you have any volunteers or any staff that's going to help monitor and, and make sure everything's good and that people pick up after their pets? And What do you have planned for that? Well, we do have quite a few volunteers. We have volunteers doing um, crowd control, making sure that, um, one, that the lifeguards always have clear access to their lifeguard tower. We do have an extra lifeguard on site. Um, we have volunteers with doggy um, cleanup bags. Uh, we have water for the doggies. We have, um, and of course, you know, we just hope that everyone who comes has either a well-behaved dog or keeps their dog on a leash. Okay. But we do have a lot of support, and we also have a vet on site. Oh, that's any outstanding. Emergencies. Okay, so in, in case any of the surfer dogs wipe out, they've got a, a veterinarian there to help them out. Yes. <laughs> Lisa, I know that you're really involved in special events, but having this surf di- city surf dog event is is just it's like probably like a dream come true for you. What has been your favorite memory over the few years that you've been doing this? Every year, I, I seem to fall in love with a you know a million dogs and um, want to take them all home with me. But last year, I think was um, the most memorable in the fact that we had a very big swell so last minute we brought on some extra surf help for all the owners Um, and it was great because everyone really really appreciated it and they were really really thankful to have the extra help out there but when we had the award ceremony 
um, we normally take the awards back to the Shorebird Hotel so everyone can you know, clean up if they want or get some lunch or do something relaxed. And um, we have it in the shade of the Shorebird Hotel. And last year, the winner of the large dog comp uh, heat was Surf Dog Louie. And um, his owners, Joanne and Richard, when they won, they had no idea they were going to win. And they, they got up and they cried. They hugged me. And Aww. it was like, it, to me, that was what it was all about. It was just the happiness that they had. And they were so thrilled. The first time they'd won. And, um, and it's just the meeting the people that care so much about their dogs like I do. And it's, it just, it's, it's the happiest uh, day pretty much of the year, and, and I put on a lot of events, including the OC Marathon, but this is just the most fun I have at my job. Oh, Lisa, this is this really is going to be so much fun. So let's tell everybody how they can learn more online. Definitely. They can go to surfcitysurfdog.com, and we have directions, registration, links to all kinds of different things, and we do have a Facebook page as well, Surf City Surf Dog, um, and we just want to see everyone come out. Sounds great. Thanks so much, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. You too. And we need to take one last break now, but don't go away because we'll be right back with Pet Place News and Events here on K-Mozart. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. There are a lot of pet adoption events coming up this Saturday. First in Fountain Valley, Pet Pro Life will be at Pet Supply, located at 18545 Brookhurst Street in the Albertson Shopping Center from 11 to 3 p.m. And Rover Rescue will be at Centinella Feed, located at 413 North PCH in Redondo Beach from 11 to 2 p.m. For you cat lovers out there, Long Beach Feline Adoptions will set up at Sentinella Feed and Pet Supply located at 4700 Pacific Coast Highway in Long Beach. And finally, Orange County Small Paws will be at the Petco's in Irvine and Huntington Beach. Be sure to check out our website at www.petplace.org for the specific details. Well, that's all from me today. Remember... Pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of The Pet Place here on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please spay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.